And good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Tracy Morgan, of course, with you. So today is our day with specialized staffing and industry recruiters. Lisa Gard will be joining us here momentarily. We're going to be talking about having fun at work, why we should be doing it. How do you have some fun at work? So that's going to be our topic today, a little lighthearted conversation. Uh, First of all, let me just run through the list of how you can listen, because of course you do have us online at wisr680.com. You can listen live. You have the app that would go on your smartphone or device. And then, of course, you also have us on Alexa-powered devices. You just say, Alexa, play WISR 680. And that should be enough. And then we'll broadcast live for you. Now, uh, the other thing is radio. We do have 680 AM. We also have 107.5 FM. So you can listen to either one. All right, let's do it. Lisa's on the phone with me. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm great, Tracy. How are you? I'm having fun. <laughs> Good. It's having, we should. It, I know, right? Right. So do you, you start us off because you always do this so well, but uh, this is an interesting conversation to have just to have fun at work. Yeah, I think it's important to have fun at work. I thought we could talk about, you know, ways to have fun at work and reasons why you should. Are we going to cover games that we can have in the office? <laughs> uh-huh. I have some fun stuff to talk about. I do. Oh, good. Well, good. Well, let's start us off. Like, and, and why is this? Seriously asking you, why is it important to be able to have a little fun at work? Absolutely. And, and you know, I like that you said a little because you certainly don't want to, you know, push it over the line and not be productive. But I think it's important to have fun at work. A, it boosts morale. I mean, you know, think about it when you have a when you have a little bit of fun, when you have a good day at work and think about your best days at work, weren't they fun? You know, it might not have been necessarily silliness, but it's a fun time at work. So and I think happy people are just more productive. Yeah. And and I'll have to tell my coworkers, I won't say who is on vacation, but we have a coworker on vacation and we put up a map of the United States to say, where is this person, you know, today, just kind Uh of tracking their, their course across the country. So it's just, it's a little bit of fun that doesn't take away from our work day. And, and, exactly. and, and that's the key. Yeah. And it's fun to come in to see that map and see where our coworker is. So anyway, but OK, so talk <laughs> about um, a little bit more about, you know, this improving retention and how it builds morale. Talk about those things. Yeah. So, of course, building morale just means that people are happier at work. And, you know, like I said, happier people are more productive. But retention is another thing. People who are happy at work and really enjoy their job are less likely to look for another job or are less likely to be, um, you know, prone to, to being recruited for another job. So I think it's important to keep your employees happy and having fun at work. Little, little you know, not too much fun, but just fun. It, it definitely improves retention. So talk about the stress level. Because the stress mm-hmm. level can can really get high in in some businesses, and yeah. as I'm always saying, where are we now with the stress level? Is it is it better right. or worse than we've been before? But talk about the stress level. Right. So you and I know, and everybody knows, over the past several years, stress has become much much more of a concern. And uh, yeah, I think if you're if you're having fun at work, and you you know if you're on site or even if you're remote. Um, having fun at work, and there are ways to do that, can reduce stress and burnout. And when you think about it, you know, stress and burnout are very unhealthy physically. And so, you know, it, it, it just lends to healthier people and less lost time due to, you know, st- stress and burnout related um, issues. 
So I think it's important to inject a little bit of fun at work to reduce the stress and the burnout. And I don't want to get into too deep of a heavy topic, but explain the difference between when we're stressed at work and we're burnout of working, because those are two different things. Yeah, they are. And, you know, I can speak I can speak from my own experience in terms of, you know, being a recruiter. A stressful day may be that, you know, we have a lot going on. We've got a lot of open positions. Candidate flow is light. And, you know, you have you have people just, you know, not interested in talking about jobs. And it can be very stressful because you're putting pressure on yourself. We, we need to help our customers. We need to get these positions filled. And it's much more time consuming these days to do that than it used to be. And that's stress because we're trying to achieve this and we're, we're, we're more challenged than we normally are. So that's stress. The burnout is that, you know, we're working 12 hour days, six days a week to do it. So, you know, by Saturday when we're finally done and, you know, we just don't even have the energy to, to do anything, that's burnout. So when you inject a little bit of fun, it at least helps to reduce that. It doesn't completely take it away, but, you know, for a little while you forget about those pressures that you're putting on yourself. You say having fun at work can improve rapport. I'll let you have the floor with that one. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, it, it improves rapport with coworkers. It improves rapport across the team. When you're having fun at work and, and, you know, I'm talking about organized fun, people get to know each other better and they're more comfortable with each other. And when you're more comfortable with each other, you work together better. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. I know you're going to tell us how we can go ahead and have fun at work. So maybe I'm jumping right. ahead with this question and I have more questions, of course, with why. But <laughs> w- when you're talking about that comfort level with each other, there are people who find different means of fun on different levels. You know, I mean, somebody could right. be having a game at work while somebody else just wants to go in and look at the map, <laughs> you know, of their coworker right. that's right. on right. vacation. You know, there are different levels of that fun. So how do you, yeah. uh, again, we're going to get to how you can do that, but can you talk about right. how we, we can still mix this in and still feel comfortable with our coworkers? Absolutely. And you have to mix it up. You have to do different things. You can't, you know, it can't always be a game. It can't always be, you know, a hike. It it needs to be mixed up. And I'll tell you that in my company, we make it a point to have fun at work. We have every third Thursday, we meet at three o'clock for something fun. And each, each month that we do this, somebody else gets to pick what we do. So we're always doing something different. Sometimes it's a craft. Sometimes it's going outside and, you know, doing something physical. Sometimes it's just, you know, sitting around and, you know, um, having a glass of wine and talking about what's going on. I mean, it, it really is something different each time. So we get to do something that each person, you know, really enjoys. But we all enjoy it. Every time we do it, we all have fun. And, you know, it really does make a difference. The, the team really enjoys getting together on that Thursday. We call it Fun Thursday. And, um, you know, we need it. We need it. Talk about how having fun at work can improve communication between the coworkers. 
Right. So, you know, improving rapport leads right into improving communication. So, you know, when, when you're rapport building, you're getting to know each other better, you're more comfortable with each other, and that improves communication. And when I talk about communication, I'm talking about things like sharing best practices. I mean, especially if you're remote and you're all working in different places and somebody finds something that works well, you know, if they have a great rapport with their team, they're more likely to say, hey, guys, you know, shoot out an email or, you know, set up a team's call to say, hey, this is what I just found and it worked really well. And, you know, just just for your information, in case you want to try it. The other thing is it, it makes it easier to hold each other accountable. And, you know, think about that when you see when, when you have a coworker that needs to be held accountable, you know, and we have in my company, there's peer accountability. We hold each other accountable. It doesn't have to come from the top down. It can come from the bottom up. It can come from all sides, but it makes it a lot easier to hold each other accountable when you feel comfortable with each other. And the other thing is, you know, improving communication. It's much, much easier to address problems when you have a, a very open and comfortable communication. You know what I mean? And I would uh, assume that on even the days that get a little difficult to talk with one another, because even in a family, you have good days, you have bad days. With your coworkers, Mm -hmm. you have good days, you have bad days. But I would assume if you have a little fun, that can alleviate when it's time to communicate once again. Absolutely. And the thing is, too, you know, you may have an issue to address at work with a coworker, and, you know, it, it enables you to do that and move on. Right. You know, yeah. nobody nobody has this lingering, you know, issue because they had to have a, a, you know, a more challenging conversation. You have the conversation, you resolve the issue and you move on to yeah. the next thing. Yeah. So two more points and then we'll get into how we can have fun at work. But we're talking yeah. with Lisa Gard, by the way, folks, if you just joined us, Lisa Gard, of course, owner of specialized staffing and industry recruiters right here in the Butler area, not only reaching Butler County, but beyond. We can talk about that at a different time. But right now we're talking about having fun at work and why we should. And you say that this also can increase creativity. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you're working together, like different ways to have fun can increase creativity, depending on what you're doing, you know, different games, things like that. One of the things we do, we have a few people here that love crafts, crafts and art and things like that. So we'll get together and we'll do something creative. And it's really cool to do that. It, it really improves our ability to come up with creative ideas to share those ideas, especially when it comes to problem solving. Like right now, we have a lot of challenges and we have to be creative to try to overcome those challenges. And because our team has such a close rapport, has such great communication, has such mutual respect for each other, we really do have a a sense of creativity. And we get to, you know, we can get together and sit around in a room and just start brainstorming ideas to overcome barriers that we have right now. And it's very, very effective. And I think having fun at work, and especially when it's fun that, that, you know, that, that kind of makes you use your brain in a different way, it definitely improves creativity. And the last point on why we should have fun at work is that you say that this can attract candidates. So mm-hmm. do explain. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So everybody's looking for employees right now. You see now you see hiring signs everywhere. And, you know, social media is a great tool. So if you're having fun at work, you can share what you're doing on social media. And it's attractive. I can tell you, we have a a Facebook page, Specialized 
staffing and industry recruiters. And you can go on Facebook and you can like us. But if you look at our Facebook page, you'll see a mix of things. It's not just job postings. It's job postings. It's helpful information. We'll share, you know, helpful articles that we read, timely articles that we read. But the things that get the most likes and shares are when we're doing silly fun things. Like we might go play, you know, goofy golf. And I'll put a picture of that on Facebook. And it gets all these likes. Um, I went to the Jeep Festival last week and I got, uh, I got, I made it, I made it into an advertising opportunity for me. I got magnetic signs for my Jeep with the company logo and website on it. And, you know, I got all muddy and got the Jeep all muddy and I posted that on our Facebook page. It got more likes than anything. So it gets, it drives people to your page and then people start to like, look at your page more often. Now they're looking at the job postings. Now they're, you know, starting to say, hey, this might be a, a cool place to work. So when you share that information on your social media, on your website, it, it, it can be very effective in attracting candidates. So let's talk a little bit about how we do this, because it's, it's fun to understand why we should do it. But then again, how do we go about doing this? Because it does need to work for everyone, and you do say mm-hmm. to mix it up. So let's just start right. with, um, you say, get fit together. So are, yeah. how fit do we need to be? <laughs> right, right. Well, so, you know, you can, so whenever it's my turn to pick what we do, it's always something that, that re, is related to being fit. So, um, but you can, you can do something like sports, you know, you can, you can join a sports team. If you want to go that far, you could, you know, join a volleyball league or a golf league or a softball league. I I think it's hysterical and I don't necessarily uh, recommend this, but I thought dodgeball would be fun after a bad day, right? right? (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, it doesn't have to be anything intense. Um, So, you know, my group of people would probably like to attend a yoga class together or, you know. I think something fun would be a kickboxing class. Um, you can join a gym. We actually have a gym in our in our the basement of our building. So we have a gym. We can work out together. My favorite is a walking meeting or a hiking lunch. We've been doing this since we went remote. We meet once a month for lunch and we hike and we discuss what's happening at work. We discuss challenges, but we do it while we're hiking and we're getting healthy and we're very, very creative. And, you know, it just, it really does a great job in, you know, getting us out and getting us together. So getting fit can, can be fun. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a game, but you could turn your activity or your choice into a game. But what about games that you can do in the office? Right. So when you're on site in the office, so we have um, we have a, a building on Main Street that's one of those long, narrow buildings. So we have a long, narrow hall in the back. And I got us years ago a giant bowling game, it's just big, giant bowling pins. And we have this giant bowling ball and we'll roll it down the hall and, you know, we'll set the pins up and roll it down the hall. and We'll we'll play giant bowling. Um, we also have a dartboard. So, you know, we'll just get together and play darts at the end of the day or at lunchtime once in a while. And one thing that is really fun is I have a Nerf ping pong game. So, you know, not everybody can have a ping pong table at work, 
but you all have conference rooms and makes a ping pong game. You, you can set that up in your lunchroom or in your conference room and you can play Nerf ping pong. And the other thing too, it doesn't have to be physical games like that. It can be board games. We got together a couple Thursdays ago and uh, we, we played a mystery solving board game. And that's one of those things that, you know, get your, get your creative juices flowing, get your brain working. And that's also a, a fun way to, uh, you know, to get the team working together like that. So let's talk about getting outside because now would be a perfect time to do that, right? I mean, if you're going to yeah. get together, do something, especially if it's your choice, I'm sure you're taking us outside <laughs> somewhere. Yep, we're always outside. Right, right. So, but this could be a new concept to people within an office. You know, so a lot of us go to an office and we stay in the office until we're done. Right. So how important so, is it? Yeah. How important is it to, to possibly just head outside for a bit? Well, yeah. And you know what? The, you know, lunchtime is a perfect opportunity to head outside. Go take a walk. Even if you don't, you know, spend your whole lunch hour or half hour outside, you know, it only takes so long to eat. There's no reason why you can't take a 10 minute walk, you know, around the block at lunchtime or when you're on your break. But um, no, um, getting together outside of work, though, is also another way to have fun. I mean, Sometimes we'll meet for happy hour after work. You know, if we're all in the office together, I might say, hey, you know what? At 430, whoever wants to go over to the brew works or whatever, you know, I'll, I'll buy around. So going out to happy hour is good. We've met for dinner after work. Like we're remote, but we've, you know, chosen a date and a time and met for dinner. Um, you know, you can go to amusement parks. You can go to, um, you know, Moraine. Uh, you can go to events, you can attend events together, things like, uh, you know, the, the events that they have on Main Street, the, the Jeep invasion, attending events together like that are super fun. And, um, you know, we've actually gone as far as to have a couple of uh, weekend getaways together with our team. And uh, again, it's having fun outside of work. So the next thing on my list that I see that you wrote down was read a book. So I'm curious on what yeah. you mean by read a book, because <laughs> I will remind people that we're talking about how to have fun at work. <laughs> I'm not saying right. that reading can't be fun, but do explain why you say read a book is a good idea. Yeah. So you could pick a book and it could be a lighthearted book and you could decide this is the book we're going to read. And you all just read a chapter a week and then you pick a day and a time each week that you sit down and you kind of have like a little bit of a book club. And, you know, you just talk about the book, what you liked about it, what it means to you, what you, you know, how you perceived it. And um, it's just a way to share ideas. So read a book could be on the list. Fantastic. All right. Again, yeah. folks, just to remind you, we only have about 10 minutes left with Lisa. Lisa Gard with Specialized Staffing and industry recruiters right here in Butler. And we're just talking about how to have fun at work. I think maybe some of us have forgot how to have fun at work. And sometimes <laughs> we go to work and that's where our joy is because we have a, a, a great re relationship with our coworkers. Talk about what it's, I don't want to say what it's like. We all have celebrated work birthdays at some point. But remind us on, on how we can do that. And, and um, I mean, the, the monthly cake is fine, but are there other ways that we could do that? Right. Well, so, and I'm talking about work birthdays. I'm talking about your anniversary of when you started work. So oh, we okay. jokingly, we jokingly call it our birthday here. So we have, so I, you know, in my company, I'm 25 years old this year. I have somebody who is 
21 years old. I have somebody who is 20 years old and I have somebody who's 18 years old and I have somebody who's 10 years old and we have a baby who we just hired. She's only six months old. And so we use the anniversary to celebrate the work birthdays. And, you know, we'll do that by, you know, letting that person choose what they want to do or we'll just, it, it's just even a matter of acknowledging it. But one of the things we do is we will sing happy birthday. And when we're not together and we're in a Teams meeting, what's funny is I always, I'll get a candle and I'll light it and I'll hold it up to the video and we'll sing. And then that person like blows into their screen and I, you know, blow the candle <laughs> yeah. out for them. So, but it's just, it doesn't have to be anything elaborate, but it's just acknowledging that in a fun way. And then you could be creative with that because when you're talking about a 21-year-old, of course, there are plenty of ideas there, but you're talking about a yeah. six-month-old individual yeah. work-wise at a, at a business. Right. I could just imagine the gifts that could be given just to have fun with it. Absolutely. And a lot of times it's food related when we're together, like sure. we'll, uh, we'll run and get some cupcakes or something and just sit together and, you know, celebrate that work birthday. But yeah, yeah celebrating work birthdays in addition to, you know, celebrating birthdays, which a lot of companies do the, you know, the cake once a month for everybody who has their birthday in that month. But uh, yeah, we like to celebrate work birthdays. So my next item that I want to ask you about that you wrote down is my absolute favorite of our yep. entire conversation <laughs> and how we have fun at work, bring the pets to work. I love it. I love yep. it. I love it. <laughs> yep. We've been doing that for a long time. I, I've had dogs all of my life. And from the very start of the company, I've always had my dog at work. And, um, you know, other people, I, they can bring their dogs to work, too. We've had, you know, bringing your pet to work day and had all the dogs in together. And, you know, it isn't as much of a disruption as a lot of bosses might think and be afraid of. Um, it's kind of funny. A lot of people do bring their pets to work and a lot of times it's dogs. I, you know, I don't mean to say that, you know, it's always a dog, but, um, you know, I have a lot of clients that I go visit and they have dogs at their office. I keep a, I keep a box of milk bones in my car because when I go to visit a client that I know has a dog, I always bring them a treat. Um, but yeah, bringing your pet to work, I think that is a, a great idea. And it's funny because, Again, we're remote a couple days a week. We're, we're back in the office, too, but we're remote a couple days a week, and we have a video Teams meeting every morning to get the day started. And it's so much fun when somebody's dog or cat shows up you know, when we're in the meeting, we have one, uh, we have one person whose cat will just walk right up in front of her face, you know, and look into the computer, which is really <laughs> fun. And then we have somebody else whose big dog will jump up on them. And, you know, it's always fun to see that. And, and again, all you're doing is if you're talking about, I know you're talking about remote and cameras at that point, but if you're bringing pets into work, you're only talking about like a day. You're not talking right. that they have to be there every single day. Right. Absolutely. So, something unique, something fun. Again, we're talking about how to have fun at work. So you, you say give back and, and that can be fun. How do we do that? Yeah. So I think it's really important um, to give back to the community in some way. We're very fortunate, you know, that, that we're successful and we like to give back. And especially my team, we, you know, we've always had a sense of that, but in the past couple of years, it's become more front and center. Um, a couple of years back, and this was pre-COVID, we um, we normally have a Christmas party, you know, and it's a fun Christmas party. We spend some money, we go out to dinner or whatever. But we decided at Christmas time to um, 
to adopt a family. We adopted a family once from the Association of the Blind, once we adopted a family from Voice. But we go, we, we take a half a day and we go Christmas shopping for that family. And then we deliver their Christmas to them. And that is so much more fun to us than just going out and, and having a party. Now, mind you, after that, we go and we go get something to eat and we, you know, spend time together, but it's not a lavish party. It's really, you know, we get a, a real sense of um, fulfillment by doing that. And it brings us closer together. Another thing we do is um, one time we came uh, to my house and we baked cookies uh, on a Friday afternoon and we had our Christmas party, had a catered, you know, had food, but we baked cookies and then we took them to Katie's kitchen. Uh, later that day. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be anything elaborate, but just, you know, giving back. And one thing that we do here also is we all have goals um, that we strive to achieve. We set individual goals each quarter. And every time somebody achieves a goal, meets their goal, they put their name in a, in a bowl. And at the end of the quarter, we pick one name and the company donates a percentage of our profits to the the, the charity of that person's choice. And it's really cool to see the different charities that come up. Um, but we do that as well. So giving back is, and you can also do something more organized. I mean, there's day of caring, you know, you can join those things, but um, yeah, giving back. That's what I mean by that. Then the last on your list is having a potluck, which is always fun to do. Oh yeah. Food is like, you know, the ultimate we have, um, when we were in the office full time, we used to have soup Fridays and, and we used to love this on Friday, especially in the winter time. Every Thursday we would pick a recipe and everybody would bring in different ingredients Friday morning, would come in like a little bit early, like I had just 15 minutes early. And we would, we have a crock pot in the office and we'd pull that crock pot out and we'd throw all those ingredients in the crock pot and all morning long, you could, you could just smell that cooking. And then at lunch, we would all go in the lunchroom and have, you know, this soup together and just, you know, get together for lunch. And we called it Soup Fridays, and it was super, super popular um, to do. But any kind of a potluck, as you know, is <laughs> normally fun. Food will always bring everybody together. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. something about food and that time that you have together. So, you know, before I ask contact information and, and you're just your final thoughts, because we do have a couple of minutes left. Again, just give us your thoughts on on the whole conversation that we've had today, because I'm wondering how many people forgot to have fun at work. But yet again, like I said, some people go to work and that's where their joy is. Right. And, you know, face it, we've spent most of our waking hours at work. So I think it's really important to be able to enjoy that. So, you know, just overall, I, I really wanted to share ways to have fun at work and reasons why we should. And for those people out there who are listening that are, you know, leaders and managers and business owners, we are under a lot of stress right now. We are under a lot of pressure. And it's really sometimes difficult to think about, okay, we're going to take time away from being productive to do something like this, you know, but it is important to do because like I said, happy people are more productive people. They're more likely to stay. It's more likely that you'll attract good candidates. And it really doesn't take that much away to do that. And it doesn't have to be anything expensive. You 
really don't have to spend money to do it. You can have, you can make work fun, you know, for very little, but it definitely is worth it. Specialized staffing and industry recruiters. Of course, uh, you've been with this, uh, you've owned it now for quite some time. Just give us a blurb of, of what you do and how important it is to, um, to be able to work with you, not only as an employer, but as somebody looking for a job. Right. So actually, Tracy, we're celebrating 25 years this year. July 29th will be our 25th anniversary. And we work with companies to find people to fill vacant positions. And so the companies we work with, that's who pays our fee. So as a candidate, you do not pay a fee. It doesn't cost you anything. You just make a phone call. We talk to one of our recruiters and we, we interview you. We talk to you about what you know, your strengths are, what your preferences are with regard to commute, to uh, compensation, type of, you know, work you're looking for. And one meeting with us and you can be considered for any opportunity that you're qualified for. So if you're currently working, you're thinking about, you know, entertaining opportunities to, to make the right career move, but you don't have time to conduct a job search, this is one meeting. This is an hour and a half of your time and you can be considered for any opportunity and we'll call, we'll tell you about that opportunity. The other benefit to you as a candidate is that we do not send your resume to our clients through a search engine like you would do. We actually give you an introduction to the hiring manager and, you know, that's, that makes a big difference. Contact information, Lisa www.thebestworkwithus.com is our website and 724-287-8380 is our phone number. Lisa Gard, of course, owner of Specialized Staffing and Industry Recruiters. Always fun to talk to you, Lisa. Thank you so much. (laughs) Always fun to be here, Tracy. (laughs) And you have a great summer. We'll talk to you again in about a month. All righty, folks, thank you so much for joining us. Of course, you can always catch our conversations on our website, WISR680.com. You're going to pick programs, and then Let's Talk, and then you'll look for specialized staffing. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk.